Welcome to Gamers Down Under Podcast. This is episode 44. This Gaming of the Week update. I'm Lamin. I'm Steve. My Gaming of the Week. I'm going to start. You normally start talking about your games, but my games are just phenomenal. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. My Gaming of the Week. Being quite eventful, I passed that Sonic boss from the first thing that we mentioned last podcast. Yep. I was playing that easily. And it's quite embarrassing because it's only one boss and the first boss of the game. <laughs> easily, probably about five hours just on that one boss. Are you serious? I am deadly serious. I kept running off this cliff. Look, the game's coming out on PlayStation Plus. I want you to play it next month and let me know that I'm just not a gamer, maybe. <laughs> not only let you know, I will stream it so you get to see... The joy in <laughs> It's like, I don't know, I invested so much just to pass that first boss. I went to the next level, I booted it up, and I'm like, I'm done. I've, I've played this game enough today, and I didn't even play the level. Is so, that on, that's Sonic Forces? Yeah, is that, Sonic Forces. Is Sonic Forces Unleashed or something? Or so, yeah, yeah. It's no Unleashed. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. You're playing that on Switch, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, in handheld mode, which like it feels comfortable. It feels like a Sonic game. It's like in the retro sort of platformer style. Yeah. But oh my gosh, that boss was just ridiculous. So I'll let you know next week if I get to the second boss. I probably won't, but I'll try. Yeah. The other one, it's a it's an old favourite of mine. It's from PSVR. Everybody's golf. I actually still, like everybody's golf. I'm still trying to date the caddy. I, I smashed because uh, everybody's golf was that 3DS or was that a mobile game? I can't remember what the first platform it actually came out on, but I I absolutely spammed it. It was one of the a funny sports game where I actually enjoyed it. Not even 3DS. I think it was actually DS. And I had it on there. And, yeah, I really liked it. PlayStation Vita? Vita. Yes, it would have been. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. I, I had the Vita and the PSP back in the day. So, yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember, I remember playing it handheld, not on console. Yes. So that that's why I was like, oh, was it a mobile game? But, no, I would have been. It would have been on my um, PSP. But yeah, no, so I, I actually really love that game. I was never a golfer, but it's just so much fun standing there and you, you've got the move controller and you're playing the golf. I even got the missus playing it, but she never really? got the date. I get, I get the dates. Every time she hands it back, the, the caddy comes and tries to date me. And we share a Malteser or something. But That's yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> and, and she's fully fully dressed like a professional caddy with a very oh. short arm. Yep, thanks. Mini, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about it in the last podcast about armor yeah. for women. Yeah, that's it, that's it. it. Seems like caddies also only have nipple tassels. <laughs> Which it helps yep, because yep. then you know they're not cheating, they're not hiding the balls anyway. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> the last one that I was playing for this week Sports Scramble. Now, I put a post on this on Facebook uh, the other day, 
um, regarding Sports Scramble. It's an Oculus Quest game. It's basically, you've got bowling, you've got baseball, you've got tennis. And exactly how, I'm not a sports game fanatic, mind you, but two of my games this week have been sports games. But I don't actually normally play sports games. However, Sports Scrambles is hilarious. You're playing tennis, and then all of a sudden you have a racket change, and you're playing tennis with a fish. Oh, really? Like... Yeah, that's a flippy, floppy fish going everywhere. Is it an indie game or no? No, it's not. No, no, no. Okay. It's, yeah. It's a. It's one of their latest releases. Um, it came from. It's from um, Amateur Studio. Okay. It's the developer of Final Factory as well. So another game on VR. But it's just a hilarious game. Like you see, playing tennis. All of a sudden, your racket changes to a fish. It changes to a golf club, a baseball bat. Now, when you're playing the game, it doesn't feel like you're exerting yourself a lot. Like, you're yep. still trying to whack the ball as it's coming to you in all, all the games. However, the next day, because me and my partner were playing it quite a bit the night before, we've both woken up, and I've just gone straight to work. She's gone to work. I was complaining all day that my arms were sore, and I was thinking there was something wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> I get home, and I'm, like, talking. I'm like, God, my arms are sore. I don't know what I've done. And then a man's like... My arms are sore too. It was from that game, and I'm like, what? So apparently I'm getting muscles in my arms that I shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was just so much fun. Like, oh, it's really quite an appealing game. It looks really good. Can you hear that? Oh, I can. That's why I oh. stopped the first time. Yeah. I got they were nine- having a freaking orgy. I got nine hundred and eight rainbow lorikeets just having a freaking party next to my window. Like, I, uh, I I live on 10 acres. Why that window? <laughs> God, damn it. Uh, yeah, but they loved it, mate. They loved it. I, um, no, so that was... You were talking about sport games before. I'm not a very big sports game uh, player either, but... Yeah, like you were saying before, like how you, you're not much of a sports game player. I'm not to a certain degree. Like, I'll muck around. Like, some of my favourite little mobile games was, like, Paper Toss and stuff like that on the phone. It was just fun little games like that. But one sports game that I can never get enough of is Mario Tennis. I absolutely... All styles of cartoonish, like, tennis where different characters can do different skills and big... Like, I remember... Oh, no, it wasn't Bowser. I just... Like, the bigger guys used to do a real big, powerful return, and the skinny guys would do fast... Uh, like, they were agile, and other guys would do fast serves. And I just... I used to spam them. Like, give me a proper tennis, like Wimbledon or whatever has just come out. I, I most of the time won't play it, but you give me like Sonic or Mario and all that style tennis games, I will pour hours into it. Yeah, no, definitely. Even um, on the Virtual Boy that I've got, I've got the Mario Tennis on there as well. Oh, yeah. I I definitely agree. As soon as it's some sort of anime or it's some sort of cartoony character and not real life, I reckon that makes it a lot more appealing to me to play the sports game. Yeah, Um, yeah. But, and that's why I think yeah, I like. No, no. I, I reckon that's why I like 
like everybody's golf. Like yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't play Tiger Woods Challenge or anything like that. Uh, but you give me everybody's, everybody's golf. Everybody loves golf. Um, yeah, I, I'll spam it. Yeah. So that's my games for the week. I'll start off with my smaller ones first. Uh, obviously, everyone knows Fortnite. I always play Fortnite once a week on the Sunday with the young fella. It's a bit of our, um, whatever you want to call it, I guess, tradition now. Um, gives the missus a break. Time. Yeah. Gives the missus a break from us as well. So gives us one to two hours worth of, um, gives her one to two hours worth of quiet time. Gives me quite the opposite. <laughs> Especially if you're losing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the poor little squeaky voices can't handle the uh, the pressure these days. Uh, no, no. That's a that's a regular occurrence once a week. I am um, constantly having to threaten never to play with him again because he just starts running off and refuses to revive me, just because a storm is going to start moving in three minutes and he needs to start oh. running. <laughs> I'm telling you now, mate. I've said it before, but it's every gamer for themselves. Don't revive them. Just keep running. <laughs> well, the, the, the funny, the funny part is like, he's not very good. Let's face it, he's eight years old. <laughs> so, it is normally a two verse one game. Like I haven't seen him get a kill on a real person yet. He's a, he can only defeat bots, and I, I'm not I'm not judging him or blaming him or anything like that. It, it is what it is. He he isn't a very good FPS player yet. He's getting far better compared to when we first started playing, but he yeah. isn't as good as what he thinks he is. So when he takes the legendary scar and the shield and the sniper rifle and he leaves me with a common pump shotgun we're in for a bad time <laughs> every single week and then if he doesn't revive me i might as well just push triangle ready up for the next game because he's going to get beaten no matter what like it's yeah. if he yeah and i just that's why I'm like, come on, revive me, revive me. He's like, no, and just runs off. I'm like, damn it. I have to admit, he loves gaming. Like, my daughters, I don't play with them as much as I play with him because they're not really gamers. Like, they don't have the appetite for it. So when they finally do play a game here and there, because they're not interested, they're atrocious. Hey, yeah. it's and it hurts. It hurts my feelings. Uh, I'm just like, okay, off to bed. And they're like, Dad, it's only four four p.m. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's daylight savings, darling. <laughs> oh, your poor children, your poor children. So that's that's my weekly fortnight. So the next one is Hell Divers. It. How would I possibly explain Hell Divers? It's very top-down view. Like, remember the old Jurassic Park one when you were running around as Alan Grant and you were shooting the dinosaurs, like, on Nintendo or maybe even Game Boy, I think it might have been? The one no, came it was out on the um, SNES. Yeah, on Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo, but then it came out on Game Boy as well. What's it called? It came out on NES and Game Boy. Jurassic Park, the original game. Oh. Oh, no, I never played that one. 
looks to be a deeper game than what I originally thought it was. Yeah, okay. Um, mm. So that's, that took over our Sunday, actually. We only played a couple of games of Fortnite, and then I was like, oh, come on, let's play this, let's play this. And, um, yeah, we ended up having a good time playing it. So right. that was my second one. My third one was Veltherian Ark. It's like principal story or something. It's a demo on PS4. Um, at the moment, you can just download it for free. I think it's three gig or maybe even less. I think it was one gig. It was a game that I think would be perfect for Switch. It's a town, yeah, yeah. It's a town builder, not a town builder. Like, well, it, I call it town builder because other people will understand what I mean. But it's you. You got to build the school. So you with every dormitory you get four more students and you got to build a classroom and classrooms bring you in a certain amount of money every week and the cafeteria and uh, like different buildings inside your school grant you different things and then you got to go on missions so when you go on missions it's like an ARPG kind of thing like an action hack and slash and it's oh. it's very basic like you've literally when you're using a wizard you just you push in circle for his ultimate fireball, or you push an X, and he just shoots a fireball straight yeah. in front. Of him. Uh, and then you yeah. swap swap to your knight, or you swap to your your rogue. They've all got a, a, a circle skill, like say a rogue goes invisible, so he can run yeah. through enemies. A knight might put his shield up, so he can't take damage. Yeah. A, a mage pulls in a big cataclysm fireball, does giant damage, AOE. And as you're going, you're breaking boxes, you're getting ore, all that kind of stuff, and you take it back to your school and you can get the... Um... Oh, so that's what you have to use. You have to use different components sort of to build the rooms or have the components available? The, the rooms are just gold to buy so far. Oh, okay. But you take all the components back to your blacksmith and she makes you weapons and armour and stuff. So oh, okay. So you're upgrading your weapons and then yes. you're buying rooms. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And the easiest way to explain it is it's a mixture between a dungeon crawler and a town builder. When you go on the mission, they get experience points. You, when they get to level 10, you can either graduate them and you get a big chunk of money or you can level them up. And so they might be an apprentice. If I graduate them, I get two and a half thousand gold and that can buy me a new dormitory and I can get four students then. Or I can level him up and pick a class, and then I can go from there. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like there are missions where you can send teams uh, on their own. Yes. So you've got multiple parties. So I had my original party, and then I had four parties or something. But on the demo, it didn't get to that. It, I got about three hours worth of the demo, and it was enough for me to play for three hours. Whether I, 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 I was looking at the... Um... The gameplay trailer for that as well, and that actually does look pretty cool. And I reckon it would be well suited for the Switch, like you said. Mm. Like just that art style. The castle looks amazing that you're in, or school, whatever. It's on PS4. It came out 2017, 2018 on PS4. It's okay. just you can you can get the demo, so you can play it for free on the store as well. So oh, I okay. Could, I could buy no the game. News of it coming to the Switch or? I haven't found it. No, I haven't found yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, I, that's why I downloaded the demo because I wanted uh, to show there is a little bit of activity and hope that they do do a Switch port because if it was on Switch, I'd buy it tomorrow. 
on yeah. place on PlayStation, I've got too many games to play, so it probably wouldn't make the cut. Yeah, well, exactly like that. Like your Xbox and your PlayStation, like the the graphics rendering and all that, it looks amazing on those sort of consoles, and they should have amazing looking games for the kid style or the graphic cartoons. Well, that looks like, like even polygonal, really, that one. They should be on the Switch. It's just such a friendlier unit for it. And yes. handheld would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really would. The only thing that I, like, I'd like to see how it would feel placing the buildings in their squares. Like, some t- like Civilization had too much activity on the screen. So it didn't port over very well to Switch, in my opinion. Mm. I actually feel like that's definitely a game i will stick to playing on pc um yeah. so, same as rts's like aoe starcraft yeah. all that kind of stuff they're yeah. definitely not a console based kind of game but i feel like this one would this one like square yeah. gives up one menu triangle gives up a different menu and you can like say you've got a building you push a and then you can move around with your analog stick to place it into place i reckon that with that feeling would be good. Yeah, or even with the screen because it's touchscreen. Yes, yes. Maybe they could enhance that with it so you can actually place it there with your fingers. You're just dragging your finger around. Yeah, yeah. Whatever and it's got like it. a little hot box at the bottom and you just yeah. drag out what yeah. you want. I, I did. Then I rotate it whichever about, way. Yeah. yeah. I thought about some stuff like that. I reckon they could definitely make it very appealing on Switch. And I, once again, it's one of them kind of games where I just, on my Switch, I could turn it on, off, on, off, and it would be perfect. Like, I could just literally be playing it while the missus is watching TV, and if she talks yeah. to me, I'm like, oh, quickly pause, like, because I could have it in handheld mode, or just be like I'm on my phone, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but the PlayStation is a little bit more difficult to sit on my lap and play. Who's sitting on your lap? I just came back. <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation. Oh, not, the play- not, oh. Not, not the VR. Not the VR. <laughs> All right. And is that it for your gaming? No, I got the final one was Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. How are you liking it now? So at the start, you were thinking it wasn't. I think some of the words you were saying is, "Oh, it's a long game. I can't really grind. It's taking. It's a lot slower than what you thought." Because you've Six, done a lot of hours. Yeah, I'm up to nine hours now. I've finished the Saiyan saga, and I'm literally hopping on the ship to go to Planet Namek. I'm loving it. I think I've seen a couple of streams you've started off by saying. I'm, I'm going to Namek today. I'm going to Namek today. I'm going to Namek today. Are you there yet? <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was the funny thing because I was like, oh, I'm go-, like, in the storyline, the next thing is Namek. So I was like, oh, off I go. I'm going to Namek. But then there was some side quests and running around and grinding out some um, experience points. So I was like, oh, you know what? Stuff it. I want to just clear out earth because you don't come back for a long time i'm like and probably the hard hardest thing about it one level is a big difference like i was trying to level up my um super masenko so gohan's uh, ability i had to fight a like to get geez i can't remember what the other move was called i had to fight three level 15 characters so Piccolo, Gohan, and Krillin. I had to fight all three of them at the same time. I was level 14. I beat them, 
and I got the skill. To get Super Misenko, I had to fight two level 20s. And by then, I went to level 15. So it's level 15 versus three level 20s. I couldn't do it. I was getting pumped. I could, no, I couldn't even beat, say, Gohan. Uh, because Piccolo kept attacking me from behind, and as soon as he landed a good special beam cannon on me, it would take half my health, and then Gohan would land his attack. One of them, after three or four attempts, I finally beat Gohan, and I but I had Piccolo left, and he pretty much one-shot me and killed me. So I was like, I'll stuff it, I'll go and grind. I went and grinded for a level, and I beat Piccolo. Okay. So it's like so what, the level does really drastically yeah. change the. But but I look at games uh, like gameplay footage later on, and you get extreme levels. So I'm like, geez, like, how long do I have to play, or is it just like level 99 to level 100 experience points isn't really that much more than level 15 to 16? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I'm interested. So to what see. What's, what does the level get to? I haven't seen a level cap. It doesn't tell you. I haven't found it on YouTube so far. Um, I've seen some health bars, and I'm like, whoa, what the hell is that? <laughs> so the, the level cap in your Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is level, wait for it, 250. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, You've got a couple more hours, mate. <laughs> and I'm level... Well, my Gohan is level 16. I reckon yeah. by the time I get Goku back, he'll be level 20 plus, 25, I reckon. Because obviously the Goku and Vegeta is stronger than the Gohan and Krillin and stuff. So that's why it's pretty good grinding with Gohan, whatever experience points I get with him gets given to Goku when I finally get back in control of him. Yeah. So it's not as if I'm just grinding up a sub-character and the main character will end up being underpowered. Yeah. But I read online that it gets good in the Saiyan Saga. I actually can confirm that. Like, until Saiyan Saga, I, I was struggling to get into it. Yeah. Now, especially at the end of Saiyan Saga, I'm pumped to go to Planet Namek. I've found little other bits and pieces like how the monsters are in the world map. While flying around at super speed, if you actually aim for them and hit them, you get two-thirds of the experience points you'd get if you fought them because it's the insta-kill. Ah, oh, okay. So instead oh, of saying... Yeah, so instead of getting a 1,000 experience points if I fight them when there's four characters on, on in the fight, if I fly into them super speed, it kills them, and I get 750 experience points. And it would be quicker as well. So you uh, well you're still actually flying. It doesn't stop mm. you. So you just fly yeah. through them. Like I, the other day, I landed three perfect fly-throughs in a matter of 100 metres. So I made nearly 2,500 experience points just for flying for 10 seconds maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the experience grinding is starting to get a little bit easier now. There are yeah. some... They've got some stuff-ups. Not stuff-ups, but they're side quests. Like, I tried doing one the other night, and the wording is wrong. I, I don't know whether it's the wording in the translation or not, because it's like, oh, you have to go to the southeast mountains. 
So you look on the map, and to the southeast, there's mountains. So yeah. you fl fly down there, and you're flying around for an hour, and you're like, what the hell? You look on your world map, the mountains that Goku's house is in is called Southeast Mountains. Ah, uh, okay. But it doesn't show you that. It doesn't tell you that. Like, it's literally... Yeah. So then... And the blue exclamation mark for the quest is still at Kami's house. So it's like, naturally, you wouldn't think to go to the world map and go and read the names of other mountains because there's no quest marker there. It's not telling you to go anywhere. It's telling you, go to the southeast mountains. Yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. little things like that with the quests, sub-quests. Could that be maybe a translation thing as well? Yeah, I reckon it is. There are some where it's, I reckon it's the translation is lost or not yep. enough detail is put in to actually explain it a bit more clearly. Mm. But other than that, so far, like, they have stuck so close to the anime. It's like the scene where Goku does his Kamehameha verse. Vegeta doing his Gallic gun. Like, mm. if you if you put that scene next to the anime, it's identical. It's so good. Like oh, really, wow. For anyone who has Dragon Ball Z nostalgia, definitely recommend it. That's my gaming of the week. So, yeah, let's move on to retro gaming, eh? Did you do any old-school gaming this week? Mate, I'm still playing Wario Land on the Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually... In, in commas, Oculus Quest. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I could never pass that game without being on the Quest. It's got save states. Yes. So I finish a level, I save it. I, I battle a boss, I save it. And then it says I'm actually progressing up to like the fourth level. I think there's eight or nine levels in the thing. It's a tower you're going up. But, yeah, absolutely loving Wario Land. You want to know how much I cheated with save states? Playing, <laughs> playing, playing Altered Beast, I would save it during the boss fight. Yeah, yeah. if you've hit because, them a couple of times and you haven't been hit, save. Yeah, yeah, because I was, yeah, and so I would actually be playing against the boss and I'd hit him a couple of times, run back to a safe spot, boom, save it. Hit him a couple yeah. of times, boom, save it. <laughs> Because with Altered Beast, there's, like, you've got to do how many levels, was there, three or five? With, five and you've think, yeah. yeah, and you've only got three lives. So you have to go the whole entire way with only them lives. So you actually have to do perfect runs. Like, yeah, if, you you, if you got hit on stage one, you would not be able to beat the final stage. Because the final, no. I, I, by the time I finished Altered Beast which this actually works out well with retro gaming because it is. But, <laughs> but by the time I got to the final boss, I had perfect run-throughs. So I was yeah. getting to him with all my health, and I had one hit left when, yeah. he, I, fin when I finally beat him. I, I was watching your stream, mate. I know you were cheating. Oh. <laughs> That's what gave me the idea to do it on the quest. Yeah. <laughs> As a quick is... side question... The quest, have you put... Can you put Pokemon on it? Yeah, I could. Oh, you can. Not not new ones, but like Pokemon Yellow, Green, like yeah, Leaf, Green, yeah. Fire Red. Damn, I want to do that. No, it's not good. 
Well, I know. don't like any of that. I like it, the reason why I put the Virtual Boy games on there is they're a three D experience and like a VR experience, so it's suited. But like, if you're playing like a flat game, it yeah, it just doesn't look like look right. Like I can stream it with the Oculus Quest onto the desktop and actually see my desktop on my PC. So then I'm playing Pokemon through that. All you're seeing is like a little square with a, a Pokemon game or emulator so game. That's, that's what I do on the PlayStation, but I don't play the VR on the PlayStation in 3D. I only use the cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you want to do something like that, that's fine. You can do it really easily too. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you've got those. Facebook, if you're listening, send it through. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so that was Virtual Boy A, and the other game I was spamming, we spoke about it on the previous podcast, well, I did again. As soon as I mentioned Blizzard and cinematics, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play StarCraft. I love the main game story mode. Yeah. I love the cinematics. I play the game purely to see the cinema cuts. I was even tempted just to YouTube it to see if I've got it on YouTube, but yeah. I actually still want to play the game too. I love StarCraft. I don't. I would love to know how many hours we've truthfully done playing that game. Oh. Like, yeah. that is one of the games I've spammed four hours. Like, we did local lands with mates, and it, I just keep coming back to it. I've got the digital version, which is like the remastered version that you can download from the Blizzard yep. app. Yep. And you can watch it in the new style or the old style. I'm watching it in the new style because I like the updated graphics and the cinematic portraits and things like that. But just an amazing game. So yeah. I was playing that this week for my retro. It really is. Mm. And I still love Protoss. No matter what team <laughs> I pick. It's always Pro- Protoss. Protoss, I'm, I'm a Zerg Russia, but... See, that would aggravate me. I'd get the keyboard and smash it over your head. Um... <laughs> Let me have time to set up, and then you can't get me. <laughs> yeah. well, I used to... Like, if I'm playing against Protoss, because they're a bit of a slower build... I'll Zerg yeah. Rush. But if I'm playing against Terran, then I'm going to pro Protoss him. Yeah. And I never play Terran. Terran sucks. Hashtag. We always have your teams. Like even in even in Warcraft, I'm not Elf or Orc. Never play Human. Yeah, no, I don't play Human either. I'm, I'm an Orc person in Warcraft. Even when from, they went... From, that's um, from Warcraft 2. Like, yeah, what? even when they went to three and Frozen Throne, I never played Undead, so I never got used to Undead. But I'm no, not... I hated it. I just thought it was unnecessary. My brother's I liked the original. My brother's best mate, Undead. Oh, unstoppable! He was really the difference between me and my brother and his mate was I can run one hero perfect, two heroes a subpar like normally i'm so good at one hero it's probably better than me running two my brother was the opposite he could run two perfect three struggling but like two two heroes running at full pace that is a very very hard time to beat that's my my are you done with your retro gaming i'm done i'm gonna have a quick rant and then I'll, because I didn't do any gaming because of prices for retro gaming on mobile. Square Enix are one of the most money hungry developers 
the they upset me. They truthfully do. Like they, they're my favourite. Don't get me wrong. I love Square. <laughs> I thought have we turned over a new leaf? Where no, was I in this discussion? <laughs> I've I've hated them for their money grabbing for years. Like they want twenty five dollars for a mobile port of Dragon Quest like $30 for a mobile port of Final Fantasy, and most of them play terribly. And I'm like, why am I going to spend $30 to play such a deep RPG on my phone when I can spend $40 and play it on Switch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the hard thing. And a lot of the, um, a lot of the developers are going that way with the mobile. They're just like, ooh, cash grab. Here we go. It's hard for me because I'm like, I've spent more than that on Idle Wizard because Idle Wizard is a free game, but it's so tied yeah. to microtransactions. But then when I look at Dragon Quest, it's got physically no microtransactions. You're buying the game for 25 bucks, and then that's it, done. I, I struggle to outlay that money. I would spend yeah. $25 in $1 increments, but I just, I'd never spend the $25 just boom like that. So... Yeah. That's why I think microtransaction works so much because I drop a dollar coin. I'm like, huh, I wonder where the hell I dropped that. And then I move mm. on. I won't pick it up. Yeah. I drop a $20 note. I'll punch a random child to get that dollar note back. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to punch children? Game rights, human rights. I've just left the building. Uh, Gaming causes man to punch child. (laughs) Not gaming. Twenty dollars missing. That's what that's what the career mail will say. Oh no! You're done. You're done. I'm done. Let's uh, wrap it up. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Be sure you check out gamersdownunder.com for your gaming news. Smash the subscribe button and it'll never be game over. And a gamer's got a game.